Hello, and welcome to Calming the Chaos Podcast, where we talk with people around the world who can help you find peace in a chaotic world. I'm your host, Tracy Canella, licensed mental health counselor, certified eating disorder specialist, and advanced clinical hypnotherapist. Calming the Chaos Podcast is for those who want self-help resources and education. It's not a substitute for counseling or psychotherapy. So if you like what you hear, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening. And now, let the chaos begin. In this episode of Calming the Chaos, I am talking to Jocelyn Rocky, and she is the host of a podcast called Keeping Up with Chaos. I met Jocelyn back at the beginning of October, and I was on her show, Keeping Up the Chaos podcast, with her co-host, Nikki, and we had just a great time. And so now I have her here with me, and I'm looking forward to sharing this with you. Uh, We learn a lot about Jocelyn and her chaos, and also how she calms it. She has all kinds of really great ideas, and she talks about being a voiceover actor as well. And both of us bring secret surprise guests to the podcast. It's just a ton of fun, and I hope you enjoy it like I did. Let's take a listen. So last time we spoke was October 6th, and now it is uh, the 7th of January 2022. I know, right? You have to think about that. that. (laughs) So I, I, you know, the thing is, is that when I went on your show, I didn't get to hear a whole lot about you. You interviewed me. And so I would love to know uh, a little bit about you and how you got started in your Keeping Up With Chaos podcast and how you were able to get to know your co-hosts. So Let's let's talk about that. I would love sure. to know. I would love to share with you. Um, I'm a former radio gal, so I've been in you know radio for like 20 plus years. And my family and I, we are originally from Midwest, so we're from Michigan. And we moved down here, and I brought my radio job virtually before it was cool to do your job virtually down here. Built a studio. And, um, and like with everything in radio, it's fickle and they, you know, flipped the format, put me on ice and I didn't have my job anymore. So I kind of like lost my identity a little bit because I had been in radio for forever, you know, and, um, I managed to stay part-time while I was a full-time mom too. So I managed to hang on to that career, you know, and have kind of the best of both worlds. So it was a little bit of a struggle. And one of my girlfriends, Nikki, who we used to sit in the driveway and have cocktails because that's what you do down here in Florida while the kids are running around. Um, we were joking around one day that we should start a podcast like everybody else in the world <laughs> did. And, you know, when, when the C word happened, when COVID happened. So, um, but it's a lot of work, you know, to do that. And, um, and unfortunately, fortunately, I had surgery um, a couple years ago and it gave me some time though to just really sit down and dig into what it takes to put together a podcast. And then here we are. So we put together a podcast and we just, you know, at first you kind of think putting together a podcast is just cracking the mic open and recording something, but there's a lot to it, you know? So, um, it's been a learning curve and yeah. So, and it's, we've definitely evolved (laughs) from the, from the first, the first episode, you know, it's hard to listen to. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. Well, yeah, actually, you know, I'm interested in what made you think about chaos as a theme for a podcast because I did that same thing. I know, right? That's one of the reasons why I had you come on because when we came across each other in the great wide world of social media and podcasting and stuff, I was like calming the chaos meets keeping up with chaos. It's like a perfect you know, melding of chaos. Uh, it would just kind of came from, it was like a brainchild between Nikki and I, we were just going around and round and round about like, what would we want to call our podcast? And we both settled on chaos because we're both moms, you know, she works full time. I was, had been working part-time, you know, just every, like everyday life chaos, you know, it could be little, it could be big, it could be, you know, in the middle, on the middle ground. Yeah. So there's always, something. And and we decided that we wanted to share it because then we felt like we were validating each other and where we were at and it felt good to share it. And then also too, like sometimes it was fun to just to laugh at ourselves for just some of the dumb stuff that happens, you know? So, and share some big stuff too. We do share serious stuff. You know, it's not always like all laughs. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. The way I started out was to talk about like humorous stories where I just encountered chaos and I dealt with it badly as a mental health counselor. And I've kind of deviated uh, from that to uh, getting people who uh, who are uh, able to help other people calm their chaos and yeah. uh, present some tips, tools, and techniques to, to help. Uh, and so you actually helped me to think about my my roots again and, oh. and how I could actually uh, get back back to that, um, that fun kind of like, oh my gosh, I screwed up. This was a chaotic moment. That was awful. And how can I deal with it better in the future? Right. And I mean, a lot of times, like the kind of chaos, you know, listening to your podcast, I realized that I'm like that to everyday chaos. You know, I bring in the man, babe chaos, I bring in the kid chaos because I am essentially front and center, the mom. Um, and yeah, so everyone calls me like the universal mom or whatever, but, um, you know, cause like life happens, you know, crap happens. And sometimes it's just nice to be able to share it and laugh about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, after I'm, it's over, after yes. it's done. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. after everything's safe and everything's calm, it's like, oh my gosh, what a story this would make. Um, yeah. You kind of have to laugh about it a little bit because if you don't, you're going to go crazy, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, so this podcast, we're going to be talking about uh, all things chaos. And I just wanted to do sort of a, a, a chaos lightning round. Sure. And I don't know if we want to bring up the guests now or what do you yeah. think? Johnson? Sure. Yeah. I want, all I like right. surprises. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to be surprised. And so I've got a Frankie Mateo here. Yeah. Is that all right? Okay, yeah. here's a Frankie. <laughs> Bring him on in. <laughs> hey, Frankie. Hello, hello. How are you? Ooh, nice voice. <laughs> Got a nice sound system. Wow. Yeah, I am doing well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm How- so glad that you're here. Just, I just want to pop in and say that. <laughs> <laughs> How is your chaos level? Zero meaning no chaos, 10 meaning like you have too much chaos to handle. How's your chaos right now? Right now? Oof. Um, I would say it's about a six or a seven. Wow. 
He has me, yeah, so like I bring all the chaos <laughs> for him. <laughs> you could never tell by that voice that like, there's a chaos of six. Like I was thinking, like, oh my gosh, this guy has no chaos. I'm gonna have to kick him out of my studio. But, okay, no, I. Six, you, can, you can stay. I'm good at hiding it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad to have you and your chaos. Thank you for being a secret surprise guest. <laughs> chaos, for sure. All right, Frankie. Uh, so now I'm going to bring up my secret surprise guest, who is what? Mercury, right? Who is, are you crashing that? Who is this? No, I'm not crashing anything. I'm going to say something. Frankie, you can read me a book anytime because <laughs> right? that voice is amazing. And that, that oh my gosh, you're right up there with, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of his name, but uh, Morgan Freeman. Yes, oh you're right up there with Morgan Stop Freeman. It. That is amazing. Uh -huh. that's, 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 Thank that's you so much. Voice, I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Oh my God. He's got good sound too. Like he's like, oh my God. Oh, my name is Frankie Mateo. He's like, it's gonna be the he's gonna be on the next trailer, the next movie trailer, you know. In a world. Oh my god. <laughs> See the movie everybody's I, talking about. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Wow. I cannot believe that I'm here with these people, Mer Mercury Rising, who is actually my husband, Tim. And he's, trying to figure, he's trying to figure things out. And he is from Michigan, too, Jocelyn. Oh, wow. Sweet. Yeah, where on the hand? Wow. Timmy, where on the hand are you from? Uh, I know, see, right? Can we do this? Can we do this? I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to do this. Uh, where the, okay, this, this is, uh, I'm like right around here. Yeah, I'm in Detroit, born and raised. So yes. Yep, yep. Yeah, same I, here. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I spent like probably 20 plus years, though, um, more than half of my lifetime in Southwest Michigan. So we were on, um, yep, we were on Lake Michigan. So I went out to, I went there for college and never went back. So, <clears throat> and now I'm in Florida. <laughs> Most people that leave Michigan go to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. But they usually do it like 20 years later than I did, but you know, yeah, there's a little bit more silver in their hair. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, awesome. So thank you for being here, all three of you with me. And we're just trying to figure out chaos, right? Or we're just yeah. going to have a conversation about it. So who wants to go first? If we we're going to have like a lightning round of chaos and just when, when I say lightning round, just being able to say, here's my chaos, this is what's happening, and just let us help you out with your chaos. Um, who wants to go first, Jocelyn? I'll always, I'll always, I'll always volunteer. <laughs> like in the Hunger Games, you know, I volunteer, I volunteer. Um, no, I honestly, uh, my chaos right now is, you know, just one of those things where you're, you're, have, you are the host of a uh, podcast, right? And, um, you have guest co-hosts that are part of it with you. And sometimes life gets in the way, holiday chaos gets in the way, life chaos gets in the way, and the show still must go on, right? So I'm kind of in this like weird place right now where, you know, um, my original co-host and then Second. my co-host, they've got stuff going on. So I am starting this new thing where I'm sort of taking this adventure, pretty much ro running with it, kind of solo, but bringing on, I'm going to create a guest roster, a guest co-host roster, and just rotate and bring whoever wants to come and have fun with me on. And 
Frankie is at the top of the list and he's, he's already done this a couple times with me on our podcast and we met in voiceover. We met on the voiceover journey, which is our connection. So I'm, you're shocked. The, Are you yeah, shocked? About the, that? <laughs> the voiceover journey. That sounds like something that I'm interested in learning about. What yeah. is that? I mean, it's, it's, because of podcasting, because of podcasting, I had a guest come on and, um, for the longest time I've always, I, since I was 16 years old, wanted to get into voiceover and it came up and then it, um, a friend of mine's dad was like a, a podcaster back in Detroit. You know, he worked for some of the major automotive companies like way back in the day. And he's like, took me in a studio and he said, you have a great voice. You should do this. And then I never did it. Went to college got into radio. People are like, you should do more voiceover. I didn't do it. And then here I am, you know, in the young stages of early, late forties or whatever, somewhere around in there. And I'm just reinventing myself, you know? And, um, my friend that came on the podcast was like, I am in voiceover. And I said, where are you training? And the universe brought me exactly what I was looking for. It was a, it's a community. Um, I've made a ton of friends all over the world and the country. And because of COVID, they expanded their virtual offerings. So here I am, you know, training at a facility in Las Vegas, <laughs> which is lots of hours of traveling to get to, but I can do it all virtually. And that's how I met Frankie. So I'll pass the baton to you, mister. <laughs> Frankie, go. So where do I start? Wow. Um, so I, you know, my whole life I've been enamored by entertainment, right? So I wanted to be in it. I wanted to be an actor. I, I was born in Puerto Rico, grew up in Rhode Island, and I, then I have since moved to LA, which is where I am now, where I try to sort of, you know, become an actor and do certain things, but I, I have terrible stage fright, I'll tell you. So that made things very difficult for me. You know, and I've, I've sort of, I dipped my toes in it, but then it was, and I, I've also like dealt with like self-worth and lack of self-esteem and many, many things, which is, you know, something that is a constant with me and Joss will tell you, because we've had many a conversation about me getting in my own way um, and, and not allowing things to be and not, you know, taking advantage of opportunities because I'm scared and fear. I lead with fear. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I've been, I did a podcast a couple of years, you know, go, goes back to a podcast that I was doing and people were saying your voice, your voice, you could, and I was like, let me look into voiceover. I was like, that is acting, which I love and is something that I can do in the privacy of my own home. Nobody has to look at me, no, you know, and I can do my thing. So then I looked into it, I did some research and I happened to find the same school in Vegas. Um, so I, you know, took some classes and that's how I met uh, Jaws. And, you know, yeah. we have, it was like kind of an immediate connection, really. I, you know, I've met a lot of people and we have a good group, but I think with Jaws, um, it, it was like a deeper connection, yeah. you know, and, and I think, you know, our friendship has blossomed um, this past year. Well, well, you know, so uh, Jocelyn, you said your chaos is the absence of your two co-hosts. And yet, guess what? The universe kind of organically provided Frankie Matteo with yeah. that <laughs> golden voice. Right. <laughs> we yeah. And we have a lot of, we have a ton of fun, you know, and I think that's part of like chaos, right? It's like you either choose to let it like 
it's kind of like the waves crashing into the beach, you know, that there, you can't stop those waves. They just kind of have to roll over the beach and then they go back out. Right. So mm -hmm. I, that's one thing that I decided, um, before I met Frankie and before COVID and podcasting was I am not going to allow fear to stop me from doing something, but I too, am like Frankie, uh, except for I'm, I'm going forward one foot in front of the other. However, sometimes I too like throw myself in as a roadblock in front of myself and stop myself from, doing what I want to do, but then I step over myself and keep going. <laughs> it's like a never ending cycle, you know? Yeah. Well, chaos, this, it, it, anything that throws you off balance or uh, yeah. interferes with your plans and all that stuff, it throws that mental, uh, process uh, just all awry. And yeah. so there you are trying to figure things out. And yet, you know, it looks like in the in the center of the chaos storm that you're in was something that was an answer. So yes. maybe that's a lesson for all of us. Like, I love that. Just <laughs> listen or look around to what is stable, which is uh, is helpful. That is super helpful. I think that's probably the only reason why I put one foot in front of the other, just in general anyways, in life, you know, cause like we talked about earlier or before we brought on our, our mystery guests, you know, it's like chaos happens, you know, life happens and, and you can either choose to laugh at it, you know, maybe sometimes cry about it, but maybe sometimes share it, you know, but then you just have to keep pushing forward and keep moving on. And that's something that I've been really trying to manifest Mm -hmm. Um, but I liked what you were saying about looking outside of the storm and looking for something stable. Yeah. Right. I like that. Right. Well, I would like to ask you then, Jocelyn, what oh. do you want to manifest in this whole journey that we call life and the chaos that is? Right. I mean, right now, I think my biggest thing is, is like when you're a mom and you, you know, you get married and you have kids, um, especially for me in particular, I did keep my radio job part time, but like you, your main focus are your kids. Um, but you still want to hang on to a, your essence of who you are. And I'm kind of at that weird, not weird. It's a normal you know, transition in life where your kids are older and you now have this opportunity to get back out there and get back into you know, readdressing your career. And here I am at the ripe old age of almost 45, you know, trying, um, you know, trying, um, reinventing myself, you know, actually something that kept coming. I feel like it was cyclical, you know, it was like kept coming. It was like knocking on my door, voiceover kept knocking on my door and I kept saying, nope, knock, nope, knock, nope. And then now I'm actually allowing it you know, I'm allowing myself to walk through that door and, and go through it. But, you know, it's hard to be a mom and, and, and carve out time for yourself to create a career, you know, to, to, to find out that I'm not just a mom. I'm not just a wife. I'm not just a friend. I'm not just a sister. I am who I am. And you need to honor that because if you don't honor it, it's going to keep knocking on your door <laughs> until you address it, you know? So yeah, that's and what I'm manifesting. <clears throat> Fantastic. I love that. It's very simple too. You mentioned your kids and I know oh. that your kids are your chaos. So are you willing to talk about what's going on with your kids and, uh, and the chaos that is inherent with oh kids? My God. I think I shared so much with you the last time you were on. <laughs> you were like, oh my God, what's happening? I mean, it's like, it's just like the silliest thing, you know, where, um, I mean, I don't even know, like, it's like one of those things with kids where, you know, they go the whole day 
and they're fine. They're at school. They're fine. They come home. They're fine. They're on video games. They're fine. And then, you know, literally like a minute before bed, it's like a meltdown because their tongue is hurting them and it's been hurting them all day. And then lo and behold, they have a giant canker sore and then they don't want to go to bed and they're melting down and it's crazy. And I'm, you know, researching and Googling how to, you know, what essential oils I need to like make a, you know, they call it the witch concoction for them to gargle with so that it can, you know, help the canker sore to go away. That happened last night. And then, you know, yeah, that happened last night. So, um, and then the whole house, you know, smells like basil because I sold too much essential oil basil. So, <laughs> but it, you know, it worked. It, it definitely worked. You gargled with like a little bit of essential oil um, in some water and it worked. But, you know, kids are crazy. Like nobody, like I feel like in those kids, those kid classes and all those baby classes, nobody, everyone said like, oh, it's such a beautiful, no. They're crazy. Like they need to like put it in bold print. Like it's not going to be what you think it's going to be, and and just buckle up. You know, <laughs> they need to have some sort of a a warning sign. On yes, them, huh? yes, they do. They don't come Absolutely. with manuals. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah. So that was just last night, and I know oh that God, you yeah. go through that every day as a mom of three, right? Oh my God, three boys. Yeah. Yes. My dad used to laugh at me and say. I was like, I'm never having kids. This is chaos. I'm never having kids. And he used to say, I hope you get three of you. And then I had boys and I'm like, ha ha. You know, like I didn't get three girls. And then I'm like, wait a second. I got three boys though. So he was partially right, you know. Um, but I was going to have zero kids. And then now I have three. So that changed the tra trajectory of my life too. Um, on purpose. But yeah. So anyways. Well, Timmy is the product of, okay, so he is the middle child of oh. four. Uh, tell us about your little uh, family dynamic and how chaotic it was in your house, just so that you can uh, validate Jocelyn's experience and maybe help her to feel a little bit better about what your mom had to go through when you were growing up. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can make her feel any better, but I can, uh, I, I understand where she's coming from. Yes. I, um, my mom uh, started her family very young. She was 17 when she had my older brother. And then I was born two years later. And then they said, okay, let's try one more time for a girl. They wanted a girl. And lo and behold, two boys came out. <laughs> so she wound up with four boys. Um, and it was pretty chaotic. Uh, at first, you know, there were six of us living in a little two-bedroom house. Um, and then we wound up moving around um, for some time until we uh, wound up in a nice three-bedroom house. Yeah. And uh, I I just had had enough, you know. I was like, hey, I'm, like I'm done. I joined the military and got out of there. I, I just couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. And um, when my, my last tour of duty was out here in Washington, the state of Washington, and uh, I said, you know what? I, I'm not going back to Michigan. Jocelyn, you, you, you can, or Jocelyn, you can, yeah. you can attest. I don't want to deal with the winters. Mm -mm. Uh, yeah, I don't want to deal with the hot summers where it's hot and muggy, where you, you just can't do anything outside. So I was like, you know what? I spent a year out here. I'm like, that's good enough for me. I like it out here. So I stayed out here. And then I met Tracy. And the rest, as they say, is history. The song I was thinking of uh, that you said you kept, you, you mentioned was The Show Must Go On. Yes. And that, that is a Queen song. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what made me think of uh, a Queen. So, anyways, yeah. so yeah. I love that. I love that. 
And when I think of chaos in their household, I've heard so many stories because when I'm in chaos, I say, Timmy, tell me a story, like try and help me get to sleep. And he tells me all these stories and the, well, there's a lot of them, but one of them that really uh, stands out to me is when he thought, you know what? I want my dad's attention and I can get, I want to get it in any way that I can. So dad says, don't swing on the railing. And what does Timmy do? I swung on the railing, of course, a brand new railing that they had. So I was probably, I think it was seven years old, maybe eight years old. Yeah. And uh, all our friends were there in the front yard. And uh, so he had just had this brand new, nice railing put in. And then in Michigan, you had porches, not like yeah. here where you have a deck or something like that. Yeah. This was a porch. It was a cement slab. And he says, don't anybody hang on the railing. So what was I doing? Hanging on the railings and dad pulled up. So Without even saying a word, my dad just got out of the car, took off his belt, and oh. right there in front of everybody, I it was Indiana Jones. Yeah. And I was the bad guy. Yep. Yeah. And there it was. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. You talk about porches and, like, the railings. It's, like, so Michigan. Down here, there's, like, no basements, you know, like, there's lanai's, and it's just, it's, like, just a different just a different thing. We moved down here thinking about like the environment, the grass, the trees, everything was entirely different. And it was almost, it was a little bit um, like hard to adjust, you know, but now I love it. I don't know about you, but like I had a mourning period when I first moved down here and now my heart feels and my soul feels like I should have been here the whole time, you know? Yeah. I always think about chaos when I think about childhood. And so when oh you, God. when you talked about your children, uh, Jocelyn, I was really like, yeah, when you bring kids into your life, you invite chaos in. And that's okay, right? You know how to handle it, right? I mean, most of the time. I mean, and then then there's my, my vodka and, you know, I, I also have my coffee. I mean, it's like, it's like one of those things too where, you know, and it, it's, you know, kids are great, right? They're good because they're like the future and, you know, like it's hopefully I'll be raising them to, you know, contribute to society in some sort of positive way. That's like, we're, we're hope we're hoping. Right. But I mean, it's, they just, they just do the craziest, weirdest things where you're kind of like, what, what is happening right now? I mean, even, but it's also can be a lot of fun. Like I have a teenager, he's, you know, almost 16 years old. He refuses to get his driver's license, doesn't want to drive, has no interest in driving, but he is like the funniest kid. Um, you know, like where I, I want, I have a kitchen towel and I'm sure you, you know what I'm talking about. Like boys are so silly. Like, especially when there's just one woman in the house, they like, you're the one that they pick on. So there was like a kitchen towel that I always have hung up for everybody to dry their hands off. And um, my teenager, I told him, I'm like, put it back where it needs to go. And so now I find it on the chandelier. It's like hung over the, the, the refrigerator door. It's like, you know, it's everywhere it's not supposed to be. Um, you know, and a lot of times too, it's like with boys, you know, they eat you out of house at home. And I, there's plenty of times I walk into the pantry and it's like, I pick, I go to pick something up like a box of something empty, pick up a bag. It's empty, you know? So like little stuff like that, that's just little pieces of chaos in my life that, um, you know, and then boys, ew, they're gross sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, anyway, yeah. uh, Frankie, do you have any kids? I do not. <laughs> I do not have kids. I am, um, you know, single man, which, you know, I've, I've accepted at this point. Um, but you know, this is, it's, it's the one thing that I 
I still would love to do, you know, I, I still love to be a father, even if I have to be a single father. But at this point, I'm not really prepared for that. I think I'll start with the puppy and then <laughs> yeah. we'll go from there. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Puppies are like babies anyways. <laughs> like, honestly, yes. they are. They're a big commitment. Yeah. Viewers, take note. Frankie Mateo is single with an <laughs> awesome voice and possibly a puppy. <laughs> yes, there wow. will be a puppy in my future. Yes. That's too funny. <laughs> website, you let me know what that website is. I promise you I will have some people contacting you. <laughs> and the one thing that I was thinking about is, is, is the cold. You two do not have the cold. No, <laughs> we definitely do. Uh, in fact, what we had in uh, the recent uh, times is we've got this picture here. I'm going to try and bring up. Okay, so this picture. Oh my here, God, no. Okay, this is the <laughs> highway that is, it's 101 going north, and we are right there, uh, yeah. probably about 20 miles south of this. Uh, but we had a huge winter storm, and this is like a 48 mile uh, long stretch of highway that had to be closed because of mm. the the snow and the brambles of the branches, and it was just cleared last night. And that no. was chaos. Yeah, that is total chaos. I do not miss it. That's the reason why I'm in I Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My parents are in Rhode Island and they just yeah. got a snowstorm yeah. today. Uh -huh. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. I moved out here to get away from that stuff. You know, my yeah. first couple yeah. of years here, if it snowed, it was gone in like two days. And they don't put any salt on the roads or don't do anything like that because they're like, eh, it's going to be gone in a couple of days. Right. All those people that prayed for snow on Christmas. Oh, I want a white Christmas. Oh, <laughs> go, go move to Canada. Okay. Right, right. Get out of my state because I don't want a white Christmas. <laughs> I've had 18 of them. Well, plus two in Germany. I don't want white Christmas. All right. <laughs> I'll watch it on TV. I'll throw styrofoam up in the air. I don't mm -hmm. care. Right. And then they got their white Christmas. And then they're like, oh, I can't drive. I can't do anything. <laughs> and it's absolute chaos. And I'm tired of it. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> that scared me for a second. I know. Oh but you know what's funny, though? And you're going to hate me. But, like, last week I got this urge to, like, look up like christmas towns like winter getaways so i spent hours like looking at youtube videos and re i made a list of all like in europe and all over the place of like places that look you know how they have your your screen servers like a, a, a yeah. cabin that's like you know and, and that's what i wanted that's what i wanted and i, I have a whole list so come here I come here <laughs> We got it for you. <laughs> I was going to say Frankenmuth in Michigan, you know, like, yes. like Christmas yes. town. We have so many pictures there. We tried on all kinds of hats and stuff. <laughs> wow. So, so did you want uh, to be in a ski chalet? Is that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, there's a, there's a place in Vienna. There's a, the, the French Alps, of course, very expensive, very exclusive. Yeah. I, but I don't want to, I don't want to go skiing. Honestly, I just want to sit. And you can ask Joss because I am the self-proclaimed baby grandma. Yes. Um, I just want to sit in a room cozy with hot chocolate, 
you know, looking at the Christmas lights and watching like Christmas movies. Like that's all I want. Yeah. Oh, that sounds, and you can do that because you have no kids and no puppy just yet. So Correct. you're good. You could have totally puppy, gotten I can a, take the puppy Oh, you totally could have taken the puppy with you. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not, that's not a bad idea. I right. mean, you know, so the thing is, is that when there's inclement weather like this and it's cold chaos, mm -hmm. there is travel that is uh, affected. And so I don't know if you know, and so Jocelyn, you're in Florida. So Virginia had the whole I-95 closure yeah. where people were stuck on the interstate for oh. up to 27 hours. Oh my God. My aunt lives in Virginia and she was without power for days because mm. of like the snowstorm. Oh, wow. And yeah, and she had no heat. And I was like, well, you have a fireplace, right? And she was just like, it doesn't work. And I'm like, oh my God. And I can't tell you how many countless people got stuck down here in Florida because mm. they came down for the holidays. Um, a lot of flights were um, closed and a lot of people had to stay longer than they thought that they were going to stay because of all the travel issues. Wow. Oh, mm. my God. Yes. Up to wow. 27 hours on the freeway. Can you imagine this? Now, no. we're in our cars and we're trying to get from point A to point B. And then all this stuff happens and we're stuck. We're just sitting there, just not able to move. What do you I do? I have to tell you, this thought has crossed my mind because when we moved down to Florida, there's hurricanes, right? So a lot of, mm -hmm. I have friends that have been down here and you, when you, if you decide to leave, like you're literally going to be in that kind of traffic trying to leave. So you're almost better to like hunker down, but I am a planner. Okay. Frankie will attest to this. I am a planner. If I have anxiety about traveling, I, my, my go-to is planning. And it's like, if, what, what do I need to put in my car? Blankets granola bars. I mean, I've even gone so far as if somebody has to poop because you have kids, someone's going to have to poop. You need a bucket <laughs> to go see. I'm mean, not joking, you know, and then like, you know, car sickness, I have Ziploc yeah. bags. Like, I mean, you name it. Like I have like, I have little to go bags, like, you know, a pack of little to go bags with like a little like dop kit of whatever Tylenol, you know, you name it. Um, back up everything because you have to be prepared. You know, I used to, I used to roll around with a backpack with a change of clothes for every single person in my house. I know that sounds crazy, but for me, I was like, if I'm going to be on the go, if the worst case scenario happens, I need to be prepared. Now, did I ever use any of that? <laughs> no, but I had it available to me, yes. you know? And that was like, helped calm me down, you know, so I could go do that kind of stuff. You know, it would be so great if we could come up with a list of like a, a you know, kind of like a bag that you have, like a chaos uh, calming bag that you can have with that stuff in it. And you just keep it in your car. And in case you're in a situation like people were in in Virginia, I mean, my gosh, like yeah. imagine just being one of those cars and hanging out there for 27 mm. hours. That would be terrible. <laughs> you would need to have some sort of resource, right? So maybe, oh yeah. maybe everybody have like a, well, we, what we used to call them is distress tolerance toolkits. But what you're describing is like a whole, like a bin to poop in. A uh, go kit. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. changes of clothes. <laughs> oh my goodness. 27 yeah. hours yeah i'm gonna need that kit 
Yeah, you're going to need granola bars and, you know, people are going to get hangry. I mean, I'm thinking like you need like granola bars and peanuts and any kind of like anything that's not going to perish, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, stuff that's yeah. like you can just throw in a bag. And I mean, in, even like if you've got kids, you need like if they're not just going to sit there. And then, of course, batteries are going to you're going to need something to recharge phones and tablets, especially if your car, if you have to turn it off, you know, because you want to save your gas. Um, you know, and I was thinking about having like backup batteries to plug stuff in, or you're going to need, mm. like, I used to throw in, do you guys remember, um, like I would throw in like crayons and markers and, you know, um, notebooks for them to draw mm. in or Mad Libs. Do you guys remember Mad Libs? Mm -hmm. I love Yes. Mad like any, any, you go to the Target dollar bin and you can, you know, get like a bin of stuff just to throw in your car so that when kids are acting up, you can just like throw them granola bars, throw them toys. We're adults. I, adults. I mean, I'm thinking yeah, like, I you know, even if there's no kids, like right, I that's true. Yeah. Do not do well in standstill. All right. No. I need to be moving forward. And if, if, if we're not moving forward, I start to freak out. And Me so too. I think that if we had something planned and like a kit in my car, I would just say, Oh, that's right. We could be here for 27 hours. Oh my God, Let's no. see what I can. Oh, there's a granola bar. Oh, I'll eat that. Oh, now I've got a poop. Oh, there's a poop. <laughs> okay, great. Like, well, we've got this covered. I'm pretty sure we could probably venture into the woods ourselves. I was thinking of the kids. Oh, but for me, if you were talking about grown up stuff, we might as well. We need a, like, we probably need a, like, a, like a um like a to go suitcase with like wine bottles and some glasses and maybe some hard <laughs> alcohol like if we're really I mean if we're sitting there we're not going anywhere you know yeah. maybe so, one of those to go s'more kits or something I would love it if Timmy you and Timmy we could figure out like a list and we can put it in the show notes for people and just like have this in your car and yes it can include like it has to be closed in our state if it's alcohol oh, it has to be closed yeah. because if it's open then you could be you know yeah potentially i know arrested. there's rules there's that thing called rules yeah i, I know. know you I can't know. yeah i mean you can have those little little airplane bottles that would be all right but, yeah like you know, little nips yeah 27 hours i'm gonna be needing more than an airplane bottle that's for sure I mean, I'm I'm wondering like if because I saw the other side of the highway was like looked like it was open, and I'm thinking yeah. like why didn't they call in like the Uber or Eats drivers like to go and take orders <laughs> or something, you know, or like why are they not like you know I mean yeah I mean help you're right. pizza drop off some pizzas or like set up some sort of like station for people, you know, like mm. we need a yeah yeah I don't know. That, Absolutely. That, that would that would make me very anxious too. We would not be good together. We're not going to travel together. Tracy and I are not traveling together because oh no, we would be oh, a no. mess. <laughs> no, I, we, and we'll have an we'd have we'll have an emergency kit in my car soon. I think because now we have standing water on our roadways and we've got flooding and we've got highway closures yeah. and we've got all kinds of chaos in our uh, systems here on our roads. Yeah. So yeah, it's not we, one thing; it's another. Oh my gosh, yeah. I have to tell you, yeah. we have a, we have, we are inundated with travelers down here because Florida mm -hmm. is the place to go to, especially like the snowbird yes. season. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's obviously mm -hmm. it's holiday season and travel season. And I have to tell you, because I'm in a new up and coming area that's being developed, like they don't have enough towers to be able to withstand all the people coming down here. Not only the developing area of people moving here and building, but also like mm -hmm. all the snowbirds. So there were four days there, like, it's been two weeks of not being able to call out. Like, I can't use my phone. 
Oh, yeah. Wow. Or I'd have to walk out of my house, down my driveway and down the road. That would be the trick. Or you'd have to get in the car and drive a couple miles out to try to get a good signal. So that is chaotic because we all live by our phones. We work by our phones. I mean, we socialize with our phones and especially with everything we've gone through in the last couple of years. And then when you come to holidays with family and friends and yeah. um, so not being able to call anybody, I was... Like my skin was crawling. I was like, wow. I it was bad. So, do you yeah. have a landline at all? You know what? We don't, which is funny because my husband's like, "Where's the landline?" I'm like, "You haven't had a land landline." He's like, "What's that? That's a landline. That's like a dinosaur." You know? I mean, Timmy, show it. Show me your landline. I, I'll tell you. You know, land, oh land, no, do you landline, look Landlines are helpful. Especially when the power goes out. Oh my gosh. The phone still works. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the bat phone. Okay. Like, I have not it, seen it one of those is. in a long time. I know. Yeah, you know, you know what's really fun is you pull out a rotary phone and set it down and let your kids <laughs> try and play with it, Jocelyn. Yeah. You know, say, okay, order us some pizza. Right. You know, and see if they can do it. The funny thing is, is my child was telling me about how, when TVs were first developed and he was telling me how like color and this person was, he, you know, whatever they were watching YouTube or something. And I said, you know what? Back in the day, I watched TV when it was black and white. Like there was no color. Like I remember TVs going from, you know, black and white to color. Yeah. It was just, mm -hmm. yeah. And I remember the radios, you had to twist the dial. Like, you know, you couldn't just, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember cell phones when they were in bags. You know, and there were no cell phones. You got in the car to go someplace. That was it. Unless you brought a book. If you were traveling, that's it. There was nothing else. You know, like you had your imagination and the that looking out the window. <laughs> like that's it. The first cell phone I ever saw was on Miami Vice. Don Johnson oh. had it. That was it. Love it. In his car, right? Mm -hmm. That was it. That was the cell phone. Oh my God. I love Don Johnson. He's the yeah, best. There you go. Do you think that it's caused us more chaos because we've evolved in technology? That's very interesting because yes. I don't remember having this much chaos when we had these huge cell phones. It's like, I don't have one of those, but I have this thing at my house. And oh, well, if I'm out and my mom can't get a hold of me, I'll get her later. Right. Or getting in the car to go to the store. Like you didn't think about it. You yeah. got in the car and you yeah. went to the store. The phone was at home. Like no big deal. I don't know about you, Frankie, but like a lot yeah. of times now, like even my kids, like I did not, I did not grow up. I grew up with the phone on the wall and then the answer machine came, you know, so nobody could get a hold of you. And then the answer machine mm -hmm. came and then people could actually leave you a message, but you left the house and you were gone. Nobody knew where you were. Nowadays, like you, you, you know, I'm calling my son from one end of the house to the other end of the house. I mean, honestly, or I'm texting him, you know, cause you know, like that's how they communicate. You, you can't, even nowadays with kids too, they don't, um, they don't want you to call them. They want you to text them. And even some want you to email them and not even bother texting them or calling them. So, you know, they, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they'd be able to survive without a phone. I, really I can't, I can't. Sometimes I've left, I, I left, I left that, left the house a couple of times and gone to work and I forgot my phone. And it's like, I didn't even know who I was like, and I don't understand it because I didn't have a cell phone until I was 17. So it's not like I grew up, you know, right. like I wasn't like a kid with like now, but for some reason I've become so dependent on that, on that little thing. It's like, it's always next to me. Always. Know, right? And it's the yeah. first thing I look at when I wake up and it's the last thing I look at when I go to bed, you know, and it's so, 
<laughs> and I don't even. Do you think it causes you more chaos than it did? Yes. Well, oh yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And I don't. Yes. I don't like the fact that I'm always available. Like I'm a person. I love when I. I love to just not. I mean, I like being alone. I like my time, but I. I hate the fact that I'm always available, and I always see like if and if somebody like texts me or nobody calls really anymore but if i get a text like i can't help but to answer you know and, and then i'm engaged in this thing that i really want to be engaged in you know like so mm -hmm. yes it does create technology as much as exciting as it is because it is um it does um create more chaos totally and how many times you sit in the kitchen and like you get a, a notification you know, a lot mm -hmm. of times it always happens like right at bed when I'm putting the kids to bed and a mm -hmm. notification will come up and usually I'll just look at it, glance at it, and then I'll just set it down. But or like, how many times do you like pick up your phone and you're like, I'm just going to look at Instagram for like a second. And the next thing you know, it's like you're in this weird rabbit hole yep. and 30 minutes has gone by. And yeah. I did, I quit social media before I started podcasting. <laughs> I did. I quit. I quit social media. It was no social media for a long time, but because of podcasting, I actually, um, yeah. And, in social media and Tracy called me out on all my reels that I do, but uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's like, see if I can get some of this uh, because cringe worthy <laughs> reels. No, no. Yes, do it. Do oh, it. Do you want to share this? Because oh my it God. Is so good. Now, can you no, see it's, this? It's oh. so bad. <laughs> you know what? I can't do this. I can't do this. She, she I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. I can't. Ooh! You know what? I can't do this. 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 I can't. I can't. Dream job. Darling, I've told you several times before, I have no dream job. I do not dream of labor. So tell us, what's your dream job? Darling, I've told you several times before, I have no dream job, I do not dream of labor. I, I have to tell you, um, having your phone available to you all the time and then seeing everybody else doing reels, because you get into Instagram and you see people doing reels, and then you get addicted to it for a second, and then you're like, oh, maybe I should start doing some reels. No, that's embarrassing. This and then you, good. Oh my God, then you start doing it. And it's hard to stop. That is, that's a fun one, actually. I'm looking like an absolute knockout today. I should have come with a warning label or at least an ice pack. Okay. I'm looking like an absolute knockout today. I should have come with a warning label or at least an ice pack. Like okay. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's goodness. so funny. I honestly, a friend of mine told me you should start doing reels. And I was like, no way. That is embarrassing. I am from radio. I was behind a mic, no cameras, nothing. And then we started the podcast and I thought, oh, well, everybody else is doing it. I might as well do it too. Um, and I, I live on the fact that like, it's not perfect. It's too super cringy, but like, it's still fun to do and they're addictive just so you know. Yeah. And I tried to do a 30 day reels challenge and, um, and yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. And, and I don't know about you guys, but I like the ones that are not picture perfect. I like mm -hmm. things to be chaotic, you know, mm -hmm. because that's real. When you see someone doing something perfect, it doesn't, it doesn't, it feels not authentic, you know? Um, well, yes. I actually started voiceover before I started doing reels, but there is a thing called dubbing. 
So with dubbing and, and I think it's called like ADR or something, a lot of times in animation and anime, um, and even with movies, they can't capture the, uh, the, um, the voice quality Correct. that they want, but they get the right mm -hmm. shot that yes. they want. Mm -hmm. So they'll bring us, they'll bring the actor or someone that sounds yes. like the actor. If the actor can't come into the studio mm -hmm. to do live dubbing, or it's called ADR, which I, um, I love. And so with doing reels, it has been with podcasting and doing the social media stuff in the reels has definitely helped, um, develop my chops because it's different. Mm -hmm doing radio versus um, uh, voice acting. Because voice acting is all about acting and doing yeah. radio, it's you're just developing a one, like a sort of like a character, like a one one character, you know, that you're creating or personality. So, mm -hmm. um, which is funny because you're talking about travel. Can I just interject this really quickly? Frankie and I decided to go to Vegas. We went to Vegas to, because we wanted to meet each other in person. Mm -hmm. Because we had, you know, had a whole year of d having a friendship and, and we have a group of people that we, we, we train with and um, a whole community of people. And we really wanted to go and meet these people face to face. Mm -hmm. And so we planned a trip. Neither one of us had been on an airplane in like at least forever. two or three. Yeah, forever. Yeah. And traveling and staying in a hotel and being in a city that I hadn't really spent a lot of time in. And getting into the studio where we had been training when it had only been virtual. And then getting a chance to meet these people that I developed relationships with virtually and actually hugging these people, you know, like, you're like, can I hug you? You know, like, oh my God, are we allowed to hug? You know, like, um, it was, it was really, um, but there was a lot of chaos leading up to it because <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can go on, Frankie, if you want to. Just like to talk and talk and talk. No, I mean my anxiety. Because the thing is that we planned this trip, I think back in June 2020 yeah. is when we started planning. So we like we were gung-ho and we like booked the tickets and you know the hotel and everything. And then as it gets closer, that's where your anxiety starts to come up, especially for me. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, like a week or so before I was really freaking out and we had so many conversations around that and it was really chaotic. Um, I think two days before the trip, I, I contemplated just canceling the whole thing because I was so anxious about traveling, about the whole situation that was happening. You know, we're going to Vegas, which, you know, we were not going to the middle of nowhere. We were going to Vegas Yeah. and it was crowded at times, right? Yes. So we had a lot of conversations around like, you know, what are we doing? Like, where are we going? Everything was very planned. We're well planned. And because yeah. Joss is like the PR person of the group. Um, but yeah, it was definitely once we got there, I think being at the airport was a little bit chaotic. I think. Oh, my God. The travel, especially for you, it was bad. I mean, I know for me it was bad, but for you, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not fun. You know, being on the yeah. plane is fine. Is everything around, the, everything before and after the yeah. plane, that's the bad part of it. Well, when you think of going to Vegas, you think of jumping on a plane and just getting there in a couple of hours and it's going to, you know, it's going to be easy peasy. But no, I was up in Minnesota for eight hours and then the worst flight over the Colorado, you know, Rockies, like the bumpiest ride I've had in like decades, you know, yeah. and it was like, it was a long day there and a long day home on either end yeah. of the trip. But yeah. I have to tell you, it was the best decision, honestly, like all the chaos leading up to it, all the like what ifs and planning and stuff like that. Like I like to make a plan, but keep it flexible because, you know, life happens. Um, but if you have something planned, then when you get into the plan, it's not like, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? You have some things 
planned, but then you can be flexible around it. Um, I stayed in old Vegas and it, there was not a lot of people there. Right. Nice. That's what and, I was saying. Yeah. Yep. There's not a lot of people there when I got there, but then by the time I left, we're talking, it was rowdy. There was, I saw some hookers. I saw some cowboys. <laughs> I mean, I saw it was cowboy of, week. It was cowboy <laughs> week. I mean, I, I was like, and they weren't wearing any backs to their pants either. Were they? Right. Oh. <laughs> oh. I've I seen mean, them cowboys. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was like late night stuff, but you know, I mean, and it was, it was definitely, and you know, of course, like, you know, it's a little bit different down there too, because you can get a little bit of a buzz just walking around the street, you know? And, um, so it was, it, it was, you know, I embraced the entire thing. I embraced the chaos. I was like, I stepped into it and I embraced it. And I fully enjoyed it. Like I did things I wouldn't normally do, like jumping in cars with new friends and, you know, taking a drive down Vegas, the strip when it's all lit up. And um, I went to like old, old downtown and got a chance to see the iHeartRadio building. And um, it was just, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a fun time. And to be in a studio and be in person someplace when you've done something only virtual um, was pretty darn amazing. So, and, and we met people from all over the world, you Mm -hmm. know, so it's, that's chaos and cool, you know, cool mm-hmm. chaos. <laughs> so it took chaos for the two of you to meet in person. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Well Just worth it. it. Yeah, yeah, totally worth yeah. it. <laughs> when we were in Vegas, uh, old Vegas, we did the I fly, which is the whole like zip line thing that goes oh, through the yes. downtown. Oh, yes. my gosh, wow. <laughs> Timmy, you want to tell them about your experience doing because he he gets a little squeamish on do i really want to tell them about that i don't know i I think you had the most chaos during (laughs) the whole thing so might as well just as we're doing the lightning round go ahead and go well i kind of i kind of get into a little bit of a panic mode you know i'm all (laughs) gung-ho let's go let's go let's go and then when i'm finally there and they're strapping you in and and of course everybody i was with they wanted to do the superman version and i wanted to do just a little sit down and, ah, oh. and they want to do the Superman version. I'm like, all right, <laughs> no. I'll go with you. That's fine. That's all good. Let's do it. And then everything is fine and dandy until you're strapped in and they lay a vertical and then the platform drops below you. And I'm like, okay, how do I get out of this? No. <laughs> and it's too late. And, and I will tell you, I have been on rides before where I have made them stop the ride and get me off. Mm-hmm. So that's just the kind of person I am. I I like to have a good time. Yes, I want <laughs> to have a good time. Yes, but sometimes you know. So it was all fun, and it, and it really was. I was glad I did it. But uh, mm. yeah, no was... way. You're going. You, okay, so the main strip in Old Vegas, where everybody, all the people with no butts to their pants, and yep. all the other <laughs> cowboy people, mm-hmm. they're all on the strip. So you are way above it. So you're going above and you're seeing all these people they look like little <laughs> ants down there right oh i can see some butt cheeks okay so here I am, just cruising around but timmy timmy wasn't uh, i mean he looked like a ghost after we you know you have those 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 uh promotional pictures that you do at the very end of it and everything and i'm yeah. i'm all smiling and the other two people are smiling timmy's like looking like he's gonna like throw up yeah <laughs> that's that feels like a control issue because like i don't like that stuff either like you put i'm like a you know you it feels like you're a caged tiger you know it's like somebody put the strap you in and then you're like wait i just kidding 
Just kidding. Get me out of exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah, kidding. yeah. It was all good up until now. Now I'm like, yeah. eh, I don't know. It doesn't sound so good. It doesn't look mm -hmm. so good. You know, it's like, and then they didn't tell you, you know, that hey, be careful when you get to the end. It's it's gonna stop. <gasps> and, yeah. No thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't. But you know what a trick a trick that I have is like when I get in those situations is like I tell myself like it's just like going to happen it's like a brief moment right it's like 5 minutes like I feel like a lot of times when you get into the cha chaotic moments and then like your brain starts going a trick I've been trying to like settle into is that like um you know, it's, 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 it's only five minutes, you know, or it's only going to be 10 minutes or, you know, oh my God, I have to unload the dishwasher. It's not that big of a deal. Like time yourself. It takes two minutes, you know, or like, you know, or you get, you get yourself all riled up about something and then, then you, then you miss the enjoyment of the mm. experience, which is mm -hmm. the whole point of zipping down the zip line in old Vegas, you know, and that was also part of the trip was I'm don't want to miss out. I want to enjoy and fully embrace it because like right. Frankie, when you allow fear to creep in, mm -hmm. you know, and stop you from doing the things that you need to be doing, to, you know, to fulfill your like master plan and like just, you know, fill your soul um, to feel good, you, you miss out on a lot of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, that's just yeah. my thought. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. So the fear only lasts for so long, right? So you just say, it's only going to be this long and it's going to be fine. And, and that really puts it into a little box and a perspective. So that's an awesome skill. I, I try. you saying that. It's, um, it's a work in progress because I was right there with Mercury rising. I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then I'm like, yeah. get me out of here. Okay, I'm going I'm to throw you guys a curveball here. Now, oh, did boy. you hear about the whole candle factory thing in Kentucky with the whole tornado? Yes. Where yeah, where there's there were uh, yes. 110 people on shift that night, mm -hmm. and the tornado hit, and the roof collapsed. Yep, and it killed nine people. <sighs> and from the tornado, there resulted 77 deaths. And so mm -hmm. now there's a class action lawsuit against that employer. And uh, so because they're saying the employees are saying that they couldn't leave the building, they were saying they were told they couldn't leave the building. Uh, for safety. Uh, so here we are with these, look at these images. I mean, talk mm. about, this was a candle factory and now yeah. it is nothing. I Candles. mean, so there's, there's some fear that is legitimate. And when chaos happens, it is yeah. good to be fearful because there are some natural disasters. Look at totally. this dude. Oh my gosh. What's he doing? Um, see, that wouldn't be me. Um, just saying, um, yeah. I would be freaking out yeah. and calling my insurance policy. What do you guys yeah. think? I mean, honestly, like I'm thinking this is a candle factory, which is a little bit of like, you know, candles are supposed to be like, create like calm and, you know, like created atmosphere, you know, and then here they've had to go through something pretty traumatic, you know, at a, at a candle company that, you know, provides calming atmospheres, you know, in your household. Um, gosh, I don't know that that's pretty devastating. I read that article. I, I, can I tell you guys, I have to like admit, I stopped watching the news and I stopped reading about the news unless it pops up on my phone and I catch it and that the notification, which that was one, one <laughs> that I caught, um, because that it causes anxiety, you know, there, it's so hard to just manage micromanage my, bubble of 
mom kid chaos and man babe chaos to look outside of it and might be a disservice but i do feel like if there was an emergency or a catastrophe coming my way, like a meteorite coming my way, I'm sure Frankie would be calling me to tell me that there was something coming, you know, but, um, yeah, that, that was a tough, yeah, that was a tough news, news article to read. Well, and you think about it, what you just said is really a good coping skill is that in general, if we can keep our nose out of speculating about these things that are catastrophes that don't affect us, that's good because it doesn't affect us and it doesn't mean that we don't care. Right. Uh, and we can also at the same time be confident that if we did have something that was a catastrophe that was coming our way, that we would be able to have the resources uh, to, to, at least survive. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's all about a lot of it is about mindset and about saying like, um, gosh, that's awful. Let's, let's filter this out. And then if it comes my way, I'll be able to be okay. I'll be able to figure that, that out. Yeah. Um, I guess it's a lot about faith. Yeah. Also too, um, just knowing that like, I think, um, communities come together too in those mm -hmm. like those big catastrophes um you know they come together and help each other out which i think when you find yourself in like chaos and craziness having a, a sense of community you know and pulling together is helpful too you know um and a lot of times like if i don't watch the news and something like that pops up on my radar if there's an opportunity to help you know, like there's people in our, in Florida that will, you know, come together and say, oh, this happened. Like I'm putting together care packages. Like, can you drop something off at my address, you know, or we're raising money. Like, I feel like we're really good about doing that for the most part in small and big ways. Don't you think? I don't know. I think so. I think uh, when 9-11 happened, I remember <sighs> that uh, and, and being uh, able to uh, just kind of come together as a community and then it was seem seemed to be like this big this kumbaya moment for the United States and then it all went back to where it was before but that's yeah, okay. but I do feel there bad for those people that were in that in that factory and feeling like they're stuck in not being able to leave you know like that is um they, they that, wouldn't keep me there. They, no. There's no way. No. no. You, you would know this because you grew up in Michigan. So mm -hmm. we, we've dealt with tornadoes before. Mm -hmm. um, the best place to be is in a ditch. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be in no factory. I, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You know, they couldn't keep me there. There's no way. I, yeah. I would feel safer on my own knowing what I know. Yeah. And that, that's just, that, that, that was just, it's a coffin. That factory would have been a coffin. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. not good. Um, I wanted to see, to see what you thought about this, Jocelyn, because it is um, this Jonathan and Jessica Stanley. Have you heard of these people? No, I'm going to write they, them down. They have created these chaos Christmas cards. And uh, so here are some of them. And uh, they are hilarious. I don't know how they do them, but here's one of them. Here, let me. Oh, my God. That's so here. funny. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, so it's hilarious. <laughs> this totally reminded me of you. So they've got those two and they've got the baby, but then they've got like these kids all over the place, like creeping around. Yes. And that is so like Christmas. I don't know if you have actually 
Uh, oh my god! Celebrate Christmas! Yeah, and- I have to tell you, they look rather put together. You know, like there's coordination there, and the house looks <laughs> rather clean. I mean, if you actually came into my house, I I would have a, a better picture of um, total chaos. But um, no, no, no. But I mean, no, honestly, I was going to tell you one of my pieces of chaos. I was I was going to share with you was. Um, just like holiday chaos in general, you know, like having the kids home for weeks on end. And then, you know, you get into a a weird mindset, you know, where like I might check the doors, like shutting down the house like a million times at night, but then I have a habit of popping in toast and walking away and almost burning down the house, you know, like that kind of stuff. Cause you're just so discombobulated, especially when the kids are home and you're out of your routine. But, um, it's hilarious because Kids are so spoiled these days with like holidays, whatever holiday or whatever, you know, you celebrate. And we really tried to get away from that and just do experiences for our kids instead of like presents. Um, But, you know, COVID kind of ruined that a little bit. But um, like we haven't really traveled much with the kids. But so the kids, you know, you think you know your kids and you think you know like what they're going to want to ask Santa for. And it's always one kid melting down about something, you know, at the holidays. And, you know, we had one kid melting down over another kid's gifts. <laughs> and so we went out of our way to return, you know, to Santa what that one had gotten, the middle had gotten. And then we ended up replacing on our own the said gift that he had melted down over. Do you think he's touched it? Do you think he's played with it? No. <laughs> I looked at my husband. I'm like, we need to go back to experiences, you know, like creating like a, so you can have, a, I mean, cause I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't remember what I got at any Christmas or any birthday growing up. And, no. but I do remember going on trips with my family, you know, and camping with my family and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, now you, uh, Mercury rising or my husband, Timmy, he has that same, he has that same sentiment. I'm going to go ahead and. Um, do you? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I would rather, you know, <laughs> at Christmas time is um, I don't want gifts. I, I What I want is memories, you know, and, and those are things you're going to carry a lot longer than a, a gift or anything. Oh, my gosh. Look at that oh picture. God, that's hilarious. Jeez. So, yeah. Ben I, good. Yeah, I know. I saw that too. Ben good. G-U-D good. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that I like I like that idea experiences. I, I think I, I totally agree with that. Because um, uh, those are the things you're going to remember. You're not going to remember that um, you got a set of Legos or whatever the heck it is as a kid. You know, yeah. I'm, I mean, I don't like you like you. I, I don't remember too many gifts I got as a kid. Um, I remember a robe I got one time of all things. Right. I mean, what kid remembers clothes? Right. I do remember the family getting together. What do you got there, Frankie? He remembers clothes. So that I you remember, remember the clothes. robe. I, you remember the robe? I remember clothes. <laughs> I no, I actually I got a I got a Michael Jackson jacket once. It was like the red one with all the zippers. Oh yeah, there you go. The I mean, did I, you get the glove too? I I don't think I got the glove, but I you know the jacket for me was enough. Yeah, I was in love with that jacket. <laughs> I think one year I got a hair dryer. I mean, honestly, like, you know, like I was, 
I'm like, why? Like, what is? Yeah, I got smart though because if you have a birthday around Christmas, you get smart as you get older, and you make sure that like if you do ask for a gift, to make sure you ask for one gift so that it comes like you know at Christmas or at your birthday. You know what I'm saying? Instead mm. of having it spread out, because otherwise you just get lost in the shuffle, especially those holiday birthdays. You know, that's chaos mm. because you just get lost in the in the in the chaos. You know, of the holiday shuffle, but um. I have to tell you one little thing. My kids, they gift cards is a thing when you get older kids, you know, mm -hmm. um, if you and so grandparents will send gift cards. And so then they want to buy in-game purchases, which drives me wild. Like I hate it. And they blow all this money on nothing. It's virtually nothing. It's like playing dress up with virtually nothing. <laughs> and um, so my my middle figured out a workaround because we were like, you're not allowed to buy in-game purchases. And I'm sorry, parents, if you're listening, but um, he took his gift card and bought Roblox, like a Roblox character that you could buy on Amazon. But in the Roblox character, they had virtual codes for in-game <laughs> oh <my God>. purchases. <laughs> and, you know, and he got like several, you know, so do you think that like he plays with the toys? No. <laughs> which is like whatever they're collectors, but one of the in-game virtual codes, and this happens, you got to watch out, came scratched off already. So when he went to plug it into the game, it was it wouldn't allow him to use it. So he, so somebody had scammed him, which is chaos because then you have a kid melting down over a toy that he purchased with his own money, you know, that wasn't didn't come as it was supposed to come. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going back to experiences next year. <laughs> I think so. I love that. I think that that's the takeaway here is experiences are key for sure. And um, bring them so up to Washington can... for the snow. Oh my gosh. Get a you cabin, those... Frankie. Get a cabin in Washington. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's certainly closer than Florida, but um, we can actually uh, give those experiences year round. So like your trip to Vegas is is your experience, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. that's your present. That's yeah. what you take with you. Um, Absolutely. It, it came with some chaos, but uh, mm -hmm. it ended up great. Well, I Absolutely. did want to put your website name up here, Thank which you. is uh, www.keepingupwithchaos.net. Uh, I can try and share the screen once again because there's no sound. It should probably work. Here is the website. It's chaos. <laughs> it's chaos. That's what it is. It's internet gremlins and chaos. Yeah. Never works when you want it to work. All the podcasts yeah. are here. And uh, so you can look at all the chaos that is with Jocelyn, yeah. uh, Nikki, Ginger, and all of their awesome guests. Thank so you. This is a great that. website. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the other thing that I wanted to uh, highlight here is the Instagram. Oh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Thank you. Gotta I hear that. her yeah. voiceovers. Thank you. Keeping underscore up underscore with underscore chaos you know it's chaos right it's, right exactly 
So are the underscores on that. Like, I was like, why do I have to put the underscores in that? But anyways, I have, well, oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was so fun. You yeah, know, it was awesome having uh, both of you, Frankie, you. Jocelyn and Mercury rising oh, here. Yes. Just in case you didn't <laughs> see my full outfit. Here it is. I love it. I feel like a peg on a married with children. Oh, yes. oh yeah. I love yeah, that yeah. show. Oh, that's awesome. That is that, pure chaos. That, that makes me Al. Wait a minute. That makes me Hold on a second. I got it. <laughs> it's chaos. It's all chaos. It is always chaos. I love it. Yeah. But that's what life is. You know, you might as well share it. You might as well have a conversation about it, whether it's like traveling or holidays or, you know, kid chaos or, or just like life and work chaos. You might as well share it and figure out a way to calm it because... You got to get through it. You're not, I mean, yeah. it's unavoidable, you know, and this is so much fun. And I have to tell you, creating this podcast and um, even though it's evolving and changing and that's chaos, but connecting with people like you and meeting Mercury Rising and, and connecting with Frankie, this is like, like, that's the best part of the chaos, you know, and, and, and it's the most fun part of it all. So thank you so much yeah. for like it's having the us reason. on. Yes. We, we develop new friends and then maybe we'll meet in person. Who mm. knows? Who knows? Maybe you never know. That would be fun. I'm in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you and the alligators uh, take care. <laughs> Frankie, thank you for being a guest as well. Nice. Thank you for having me. Thank me. you. And uh, we will uh, talk to you later. Uh, thank you for sharing your tips with us. And I hope that the audience has found them helpful. We'll yeah. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Calming the Chaos podcast. If the information in this podcast has been helpful, please consider subscribing and share it with your friends. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, and on YouTube. You can also go to our podcast website at www.calmingthechaospodcast.com, where you can listen to all Calming the Chaos podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to sharing my next podcast episode with you. In the meantime, take care.